We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back in fourth and final quarter of this edition of the Keystone Kickoff Show. Dustin Hawkinsbeth here. Jim Galante with me as well. Back from the Labatt Blue studio. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Bleed blue and white. Drink blue and light. Still talking some Penn State hoops here on the uh, couple days before the Big Ten tournament begins. Penn State does indeed have the first round by. Losers of five of their last six. Your thoughts just on the position here that Penn State basketball is in and whether whether you think a few days can help these guys find the right course to get into the postseason. Well, do you want the bad news or the good news, Dusty? I, I want the bad news, then the really bad news, and then the moderately good news. <laughs> All right. As you said, losers of five out of six. I, I think the troubling part to it is we're seeing the same trend Five out of six. Remember a year ago, it was a 10-loss, a 10-game losing streak at the start of the Big Ten. This feels familiar. And when they lose, it's the same type of loss. They just go, and again, I've said this before, everyone says they go cold. I don't think they go cold. I think they just can't find a good shot. And that happened again, and I don't know if you saw it, Dusty. It was either an email I received or it was on Twitter. I'm not sure which. One of our listeners sent a note to me that they heard our uh, segment last week where we talked about they go, went through this uh, uh, drought for several minutes in the game, and he heard it. We recorded it before the Michigan State game. Yeah. He heard the segment afterwards and thought that was the game we were talking about. In other words, it was the same story all over again. It applies. And and then we saw it again this weekend when they lost to Northwestern. As bad as they played all game, they still had that streak where for five or six minutes, one field goal, and they went from one point behind to about 12 points behind. So... There's your bad news. The good news is there's a reset button, which is the tournament. And going back to the examples that I used last year, when they uh, lost ten Big Ten, their first ten Big Ten games, what they do? They ended up finishing strong and playing very well. Earlier this season, they had the three-game losing streak. How did they follow that up? Eight wins in a row. So that possibility is still there. The tournament gives them, like I said, the chance to hit the reset button. And they also, they may need a bigger rest, but Lamar Stevens just looks worn out, does he not? Hopefully, and Pat Chambers, instead of working them hard this week, maybe just send them home for a couple of days to rest up. And, and I, think, I think there's a, a real physical and mental grind when they're 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 swimming against the current i'm sure is the feeling you know you're losing five out of six you are uh, without myron jones for a while that changes the it, it can be such a fragile thing momentum in, in sports within a game you know within a season i think you know you lose a guy and and the whole vibe changes and the confidence i'm sure is something that they're fighting that's an uphill fight too so i i do think 
you know, getting that first round by, if anything, to secure another, you know, another day or two of rest, another day or two of trying to get their minds where, where it needs to be. This is going to be a real challenge, I think, for, for Pat Chambers. And it goes well beyond X's and O's to try to, to try to get this team back to where it had its swagger before. You know, I think this team is built different than, you know, some of the other t- Penn State teams we mentioned, you know, to your point about the good news. Uh, they've shown that they can they can get out of some rocky waters and they can they can make their way out and, and find uh, find themselves again. They proved it this year, but this feels a little different, you know. And I and I I, I don't. It's hard to it's hard for me to see them coming back from this uh, in a way where they can make a Big Ten tournament run and or make an NCAA tournament run. Well, I I hear you and. That's the it's again, you and I often use the baseball analogy and the other baseball saying is momentum is as strong as tomorrow's starting pitcher. Yeah. You know, it, it changed that quickly. And before I, I think we make a blanket statement based on these five out of the last six games is re- remember for many years Villanova could not win in the tournament. They couldn't get out of the first weekend. We don't hear that anymore about Villanova. You know, it, I think we have such a tendency to lean on history and more often than not, recent history. So five out of six losses. And one of the things that was part of this streak, I believe losing Myron Jones and then Mike Watkins, of course, whatever happened this weekend that he wasn't available – it was wasn't just that you're losing that talent. All of a sudden, the formula that they found. Remember in that eight game winning streak, it's when they changed the starting lineup. Yeah. Um, and then they he seemed to find Pat Chambers. I'm referring to found the right formula on how to play Hara and Watkins. The you know the combination. And all of a sudden, when you find out, you know Watkins isn't going to be there for the game against Northwestern. All of a sudden, that formula goes away. Um, Myron Jones being out, that hurt the formula. All of a sudden, someone coming off the bench, Miles Dredd, now has to start, that type of thing. So they have four days or so to get themselves reset for the tournament, and maybe this is me putting doing my Jeff Brown impression of the optimist, but it always seems like when this team, when you count them out, that's when they come back. They're it's they're the George Costanza basketball teams. <laughs> they're the they they need to they say one thing they do the opposite. We the Penn State fans think one thing they do the opposite. Penn State fans think we have ourselves a contender here. The question is not if they'll make the NCAA tournament. How deep can they go? And that right around that time is when all this shakes up. And one the one thing I can you know over time that I've come to really respect about. Sports as a whole is that if you're a coach or a manager, that formula you speak of is constantly evolving. You know, it's it's constant little subtle tweaks here and there. This guy gets hot. This guy gets cold. You know, the the idea of having one steadfast formula, especially in basketball, where only five guys play at a time. The one steadfast formula that just lasts from game one the whole way through, it just doesn't happen that way. Through injuries and through um, mental stuff, especially this age group of, of kids. And it's, you know, this is Pat Chambers' job to try to figure out which buttons to push in in this break to try to get them back to feeling good, looking good. And uh, 
you know, playing with confidence again. And that's the one thing that kind of stood out to me was, you know, just people, you could just tell nobody's taking shots with expectations um, to actually make them. And whatever you can see that from up above the floor, you have to think these guys are fighting the fight and all of them are fighting the fight in, in their own heads now. And I know it can be done. It's, it's, it feels very daunting right now to try to try, try to get all that stuff cleared out of these guys heads and truly have this a, a reset for the tournament. Well, you're exactly right. But a week ago, going into the game against Michigan State, they were losers of three of their last four. Everything seemed to be falling apart. And what do they do? They start the game, just blow Michigan State off the court in the first half. What, a, up what happened 20. later in that game, Jim? Exactly. <laughs> but that's, that's my point. Remind, they, refresh me. I don't, you know, yeah. It's not like they're not capable of doing no, this. Absolutely for them they to are. do what yeah. they did against Michigan State for a half. And then on a dime, it turned around the other way and, and went bad on them so fast. I, uh, my point of referring, the only positive to the Michigan State game was, yes, there was this change in momentum for a time. They showed they could hit shots. They could get themselves open. They can get ahead of a good team. The you know the problem was, again, the second half. And by the way, it is a 40-minute game, right? Not 20 minutes? I, I think Penn State should petition somebody to make it a 20-minute game. Well, where, or or maybe maybe you play twenty minutes and twenty minutes, you get you get a win or a loss with the first the halves. Yeah, kind of like Michigan Penn State football when Michigan won the second half. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. So, and I, I think that's a whole another thing is coming out of the half, not being shell shocked. You know, not not anticipating that. Well, well and that's it. Can. Um, that's going to be the challenge for this team. They've shown they will go cold or go uh, quiet for several minutes. And what can Pat Chambers do now? He's seen it over and over and over and over again. What can he do and his coaching staff to fight that? And I don't think the answer is to put four guys on one side of the court, stand around, do nothing, and put Lamar Stevens on the other side and let him go one-on-five. That doesn't work. We've seen that. And it, it reaches a point, unless um, he's hiding some kind of minor injury, Lamar Stevens just looks so tired. Do you, do you think also almost every uh, televised game you hear something about how great and excitable the Penn State practices are, how aggressive they are, and how hard they work. Do you think that might be part of this, Dusty, that they've just worked so hard day in, day out at that highest level that the, the team is just specifically Lamar Stevens, who just they're worn out? I mean, I, I think that that's what Pat Chambers believes in. And uh, so I, I, I think that if there is an exertion thing, it's made worse by the fatigue in these guys' minds. You know, and, and Lamar Stevens, I think he's endured a particularly high amount of, you know, stress and workload and, and expectation and, and putting the burden on himself. And, and you see over the last two games, eight out of 39 from the floor over those two, two games. You know, this is, this is like the fur, the, the, when we've seen this catch up with him. And I, I think, I, I feel like that's the button to push now. 
Yeah. Is that you say, you know, it's, it's our thing to, to, we're 40 minutes of hell. We're, we're, we're going to defend. We're going to do anything, everything with energy. Maybe this week you just try to dial some of that back. I, I think so. And uh, another indicator with Lamar Stevens, those jump shots or even foul shots falling way short. Yeah. His legs, his, his legs clearly aren't there. Yes. They're, they're clearly not there. And it's just a matter of, you know, trying to, Trying to find it, try to try to get these guys rejuvenated. What, what's your expe- like? NCAA, like I, I know we have a Big Ten tournament, but what's your expectation now for the NCAA tournament? I'm gonna, Seed and, and are they going to do anything? I'm going to say one win in each tournament. They get one That's win fair. in the Big Ten tournament. They get one win in the NCAA tournament. Um, which you'd have to say how we looked at them coming into the season. You would have to consider that a success. If, and if they could get a third win, you know, one more, either tournament, I think it's a great success. And we can talk about what that success means for Pat Chambers and the future of this whole program. That's a different conversation for a different day. For now, that's it for this edition of the Keystone Kickoff Show. Be sure to join us on the Keystone Sports app and on KeystoneSportsNetwork.com. We'll see you next time. This is where the temperatures are unkind. This is where water freezes in the blink of an eye. This is where the wind bites harder than a mid-ice cross-check. This is where the beer is always on ice. This is Labatt Hockey, played the way Mother Nature intended. Labatt Blue is proud to support pond hockey and all the hardy souls that like to play it cool. This is Labatt Hockey. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Life gets complicated. And it only gets more complicated when things change which is why AAA insurance agents take the time to talk with you so that they can help you choose the best auto and home coverage. Don't put off getting protected. Let AAA help cover what you care about. Insurance that's not just insurance. Talk to your local AAA insurance agent or visit AAA.com to learn more about AAA. This is Ross Tucker from the Keystone Sports Network reminding you that the blue-white game is coming soon and GoPSURV.com has you covered with their best deals ever. Spend the weekend in a luxury RV, enjoy 409 Tailgate Club barbecue, and a free bus ride to the stadium. I had the chance to enjoy the ultimate tailgating experience, and now you can too. Go to GoPSURV.com or call Mark 1-800-519-8467 for all the details.